This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. You're listening to Get Started Investing, a production of Equity Mates Media. This series is everything you need to get started on your investing journey. You don't need a lot of brains in this business. Investing in yourself is the best thing you can do. Anything that improves your own Now time. you can get rich very young just by having an idea. I, mean, I can buy anything I want, basically, but I can't buy time. Welcome to Get Started Investing, a podcast where we attempt to answer the most common money questions from the community to help us all become better investors. If you are joining us for the first time, welcome. We strongly recommend you scroll up and start at episode one. Now, while we are licensed, we're not aware of your personal circumstances. All info on this show is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general advice only. But with that said, let's crack on. My name is Bryce. And as always, I'm joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How are you going? I'm very good, Bryce. Very excited for this episode, but right off the bat, pause it right now. Yeah. Well, actually, if people pause it, they won't hear why they need to pause it. The last day of the listener survey is today. We've got over a thousand responses, but we want more. We want to hear from you, hear what we should keep doing at Equity Mates, what we should stop doing, what are the new things we should pursue. It's a great opportunity for you to help shape the direction of Equity Mates. One day to go. So pause the podcast, fill it out, or fill it out while you're listening to the podcast. Uh, But a massive thank you to all those who have filled it out. It is a massive help. Yeah, it closes today and you automatically go in the draw to win $500 if you just complete the survey. That's all you need to do. And free tickets to FinFest as well. Yeah, prizes everywhere. But Bryce, we're here to answer one common question we hear from the Equitymates community. Actually, a really common theme that we're seeing come through in the listener survey. Mm. It feels like getting on top of your money, getting your cash flow right, uh, getting those basics sorted is a real focus for the uncertain year that's to come in 2023. One thing that we've been asked a few times is what is a good budget template to use? Yes. What is it? Do you use a budget template? Uh, No. Fair call. Is that (laughs) a surprise? (laughs) It's not a surprise, no. No, but um, last year you were talking about wanting to track your expenses. So I'll talk about how I track my expenses. It doesn't include a budget template. We know that you have a convoluted spreadsheet with with index matches and some (laughs) ifs. No, what you'll find out later on in this episode is that I probably have one of the more simple approaches to it that's out there. But what we want to do in this episode is also share a budget template that's free to download that uh, Maddie and Sophie from You're In Good Company produced. So we're going to talk about through their template. We're going to talk through your template. I'm willing to share mine. And we're going to, I guess, pull out the best bits of all of them. Yes. Yeah. So let's start at the top, I think, because there is no one size fits all approach to budgeting is the takeaway that I've got. We've reviewed a number of budgeting templates in preparation for this episode. I've had a look at, at mine. As you said, you're in good company, shared theirs, and they're all different. And just like dieting, just like exercise where you you want to achieve goals at the gym, set a plan, they're all differently. There's no one size fits all approach. I think we say it's like dieting because every, you know, all these fitness gurus online will tell you the right diet to follow. Mm. But really what works is energy in is less than energy out. And whatever diet you stick to, you're being intentional, you're being consistent, you're being disciplined, you're being deliberate. Like those are the things that actually matter. And it's the same with budgeting. Money in, 
is more than money out is what you want to achieve. Yes. And all of the different ways to achieve it, bucket budgeting, itemized budgeting, yeah. uh, base zero budgeting, all of that stuff, it's really just whatever works for you to be intentional about your spending, to be considered uh, and to be disciplined. Yeah. And so in that, that way that there's heaps of different ways to get at what is ultimately the same objective in dieting and in budgeting. Also similar because there's heaps of gurus online that will sell you a course and tell you how to do it. Yes. A <laughs> <laughs> budget is just a tool at the end of the day. It's yeah. not going to solve the problem of you feeling like the, you're not on top of your money or you don't know where it's going. As you said, it's discipline, it's intention that solves that problem. The, the budget is the tool that helps you make the decisions to get to that end point. So I, I, I sort of sat down and thought, what are some of the elements that go into a, a good personal budget? And these, in my, in my opinion, shouldn't really deviate too much. You want to be tracking all of the income that is coming in. Um, you know, I don't go down to the level of like, what are my dividends this year and that sort of stuff. I don't, I don't, because that's all reinvested yep. as much as possible. I so like that, yeah. it's kind of just like, what is the main chunks of cash that are coming in? Yep. Anything above that is a bonus. Great. Some people do go down to minute levels. Uh, then you want to be tracking your expenses or accounting for your expenses. And to me, this is where of all of the, the sort of areas, you want to be as comprehensive as possible because that's where you see your money going out. And that's where you can actually track what you've got left at the end of the day. You want to track your fixed expenses, things like rent, mortgage payments, those sorts of things, utilities, internet, phone bill, etc., And then variable. And where, where I mean variable, that's what you're going to pay yourself um, and, and things going out like gifts and expenses for traveling to mates, weddings and those sorts of things. They're variable expenses. You want to track your debt repayments and you also want to make sure you're putting away money in savings and investing and emergency funds. Then there's sort of like qualitative parts to the budget. And for me, it's making sure the budget is flexible and allows you to be flexible. I think some people come unstuck when they make a budget so rigid that it gives them pain, like just doing it every month. You're like, oh my God, you want to be able to track and it needs to be realistic. And at the end of the day, you need to have discipline. So Ren, those are the sort of key elements from my point of view that go into a personal budget, income expenses, debt repayments, savings, and uh, making sure that you're aware of what your financial goals are. How do you, you said at the top, you don't have one. How do you actually go about it? So I have a moment in time view of my money, I yeah. guess. And the way I, I think about everything in payment cycles. Yep. So I know, and so like you, I start with how much I get paid. Like you, I only think about my salary. Yep. Any money that comes from dividends or anything like that, I reinvest, I don't think about. So I take what I get paid every fortnight and then I have, you know, it going to different accounts. So I have, you know, I'm, we're traveling a bit this year. Uh, so I've got money going to a travel savings account. Uh, I've got money going to an emergency fund. I've got money being automatically transferred to an investment account. So all those auto transfers are set up for the day after I get paid. And with that, there's a certain amount of money that goes to my spending account. And for me, the name of the game is to spend less than what I've allocated in my spending account in every two-week period. Spend and, less than what you've allocated in your spending account. Okay. Yeah, and if I do that, I know that my money in is uh, more than my money out. Yes. So all for me, it's but your just, spending account is not your savings and those sorts of no, things. No, 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 right? not yeah. my investment. So all of that 
goes automatically in the two weeks. Yeah. Uh, so every two weeks when I get paid. And then the name of the game for me, uh, all I'm focused on, I know that if I spend less, then I automatically transfer to my spending account. Yeah. I'm good. Nice. And so like I know my bills and like I've got a rent account that my rent get gets automatically transferred. So everything just goes. Don't have to think about it. I've set it up. And then I can just open my banking app, check my spending account. And I'm like, all right, this is how much I've got to spend for the next two weeks. And by the end of the two weeks, I'm like, (laughs) might be tuna and rice for lunch. But that's for me that rather than like managing a spreadsheet and inputting all the numbers as I go every month or every week or anything like that, it's just moment in time. How long have I got until I get paid again? How much have I got to spend? And so if I have a blowout weekend, then I'm going to be a little tight the next week. But it's like, that's just the name of the game. Okay. Well, I've got a couple of questions, but it probably falls into some of my takeaways for how I do mine. And I think we're very similar on actually how we approach this um, compared to some of the other budget templates that are are out there. But let's take a quick break. And then on the other side, we're going to compare or have a discussion around uh, the You're In Good Company budget template that is available in their Facebook group, uh, You're In Good Company Investing Podcast Discussion Group, if you'd like to join and have a look at one that I use. Um, So we'll be right back after this short break. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, well, welcome back. We, we are answering the question, what is a good budget template to use? One of the most common money questions. And Ren, the You're In Good Company girls, they did an episode on this a couple of weeks ago. Yes. And uh, shared one of their budget templates in their group. Yeah, free to download in their Facebook discussion group. We'll include a link to the group in the show notes here. It's called YIGC Budget Brackets Your Financial Friend because Maddie <laughs> and Sophie didn't like the word budget. Fair call. So... <laughs> You're the spreadsheet guy. So why don't yeah. you... It's not a one size fits all. So the way that they have approached it is um, pretty comprehensive. They've taken a 12 month view uh, where you can plug in a budget for every single month and track where your money is going, where your savings are going, how much you're in, uh, you'll be investing each month, how much you'll have invested by the end of the year. They've got things like um, uh, you can put in your side hustle income, you can manipulate your tax brackets. It's pretty comprehensive. Um, The way they break it up is into chunks. So they start with income in, then they say, well, what are are our must spends? So, um, you know, that's things like rent and subscriptions and all those sorts of things. Then they have a look at what they call their fun fund and short-term savings goals. Um, Then a saving and investment bracket plus debt repayments and then a leftovers. So they have one, two, three, four, five, about six buckets in the spreadsheet. And you can go in and uh, obviously manipulate uh, those cells accordingly, depending on how much money you've coming in and what your savings goals are. So I think overall, it it ticks a lot of the boxes that we spoke about at the top, income, expenses, debt repayments, savings, um, and it gives you a total yearly view. Yeah. You, yeah. you could you could uh, build on this. You could do it how like we account at work, which is you have your projected, 
which is what this is, and then you have your actuals column next yeah. to it and you see how you went based on what you set yourself. Yeah, so that is one key takeaway for me. I don't do any tracking of actual expenses, <laughs> if that makes sense. Well, you yeah. just do projected and then... Well, I know exactly what my expenses are going to be each week, each fortnight. But what about variable ones? Like you don't know how much you're going to spend at the pub. Yeah, so I have... Uh, similar to you, my I pay what I call it pay myself. Okay. And so I have a blood. I have a buffer that I give myself every fortnight that covers all, oh, of, all of that. Okay. So similar to what I do. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So the big takeaway for me here is twelve month view, great tracking, very comprehensive, and it's similar to one that we downloaded from Money with Maddie. Money. No. With, no. Money with Katie. Money with Katie. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. That was very from, comprehensive. from the US. Fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the commitment we have to this uh, this episode. We bought it and downloaded it. It was a beast. Yes. To me, too much. Too yeah, too much. Yeah. Th- the, uh, Sophie and Maddie's template is on one. Excel tab. Yep. Uh, Money with Katie's was on at least 12. There was like one for every month. And then I think there was a number of extras as well. Yeah. There was a lot going on. Yeah. <laughs> now, I want to be clear here that I say it's too much now and it's overwhelming and it's comprehensive. But if I think about the journey that I've taken to get to where I am now, when I was at uni and when I was early on, I used to have tab after tab of tracking and bits and pieces and I think you're like you're, you're like Benjamin Button like <laughs> most people most people at uni have no idea and then as they get older they add more and more tabs to their budget spreadsheet you don't need to and I'll get to that in a moment how about I go through what I've got what I use and then I'll give you some of my key takeaways mm-hmm. that touches on that so just like Maddie and Sophie mine is a one page spreadsheet but it's, all, it's only two columns. Well, there's a few more, but at most it's two columns. And it's very similar to you, Ren. I, I'm not looking at what's happening in January, February, March, April, May, June, July. It is a moment in time cash flow management spreadsheet. And what I mean by that is similar to Ren, I just look at what is my income for the fortnight and then every number in there relates to my pay cycle there is no point having numbers in there that are monthly if i'm getting paid fortnightly and vice versa you want to know how everything relates to each other so i have my income coming in and then i've got an expenses bucket which i call no questions asked and this is how i think about the importance of payments income comes in no no questions asked expenses and that is broken into three accounts I've got all of my like direct debit bills stuff, which is rent, utilities, insurance, internet subscriptions and phone. Then I've got my second account, which is shared with my wife and that is food, transport, gym memberships, those sorts of things. And then debt repayments. So I've got my NAB equity builder and paying off a MacBook Pro. So I have three buckets that are no questions asked expenses. Done. Then I have what I know is remaining. I then pay myself. What am I going to need over a fortnight for things like ad hoc expenses, leisure, i.e. beers, (laughs) gifts, those sorts of things. Once I pay myself that, and this, I think this is the number, that is the number that helps you stick to the rest of your budget. If you are too stringent on paying yourself, you are more likely to dip into your savings account. You are more likely to pull money from other parts of your uh, management process, um, which at the end of the day, you know, you're not going to hit your savings goals. You're not going to hit your investing goals. So be generous with paying yourself. The final bucket is then what I call building wealth and protection. 
and it has my emergency fund. It has what I call do not touch savings account and that is just long-term. It's got short-term savings and all my investing as in there as well. And that is the only part that I track because I have the, I set a goal at the start of the year. How much do I want to have saved in cash? How much do I want to uh, be invested? I have a calculator in here that'll tell me what I need to put away every single pay cycle to achieve that. And you can have a look at that once you download the note, uh, download the, uh, the template. And then I just put, put that away each week. That's the only thing I track. And what this does, it really then allows me, if someone comes in and say, says, oh, you know, we want to go to Europe in X period of time or I need more money in my emergency account, you can easy, easily manipulate these and, and adjust as you go. It gives you the flexibility as you go. Nice. Well, you're going to make that available to Absolutely, people. yeah. So uh, we'll also include a link to that uh, in, for our Facebook discussion group. Yeah. Your Own Good Companies is in Your Own Good Companies group. Uh, ours will be in our Facebook group. Um, so make sure you join both of them and download both of the templates. And then you can manipulate them and amalgamate them and make them your own. The question we set out to ask today is, where can I find a good budget template to use? Hopefully, we've answered that with two. Well, Maddie and Sophie's is good. Yours will just be okay. <laughs> um, but I guess let's put a bow on this. Any closing thoughts on budgeting and managing cash flow in general? Yeah, so mine, re- thinking about, as I said, how I've progressed over the years is that whatever you start with now is probably not going to be what you're doing in five years' time. It's taken me a long time to feel comfortable with having this approach, but the biggest sort of lever to making sure that I'm disciplined and actually hitting this is the automation part and refining the numbers that you're shooting out to your bank accounts each week so that you know that you're covering yourself. As I said, the biggest driver for coming unstuck is not having enough in your spending account each pay. If you're saying I can get away with a hundred bucks a week and you know that you're gonna spend 140, definitely pay yourself more because you're not gonna be taking away from your savings accounts. Mm. Yeah. Well, Bryce, on that note, as we close out, we get paid on Monday. We're recording this on a Thursday. Yes. I just had a look at my spending account. I have $64 left in there. Nice. <laughs> so no Ubers for me this weekend. <laughs> All right, well, we'll put the corresponding links in the show notes for those budgets. Plenty of uh, options there for you. But Ren, that does bring us to the end. Please rate and review Get Started Investing if you're enjoying what we're doing and taking value from it. We really appreciate it and it goes a long way to help others find us on the chart. So if you can spend five minutes on Apple just rating us and reviewing us, that would be appreciated. But Ren, we'll pick it up next week. Yeah, give us a rating and tell us which budget template you thought was better. Yes. You have been listening to an Equitymates Media production. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. This podcast is intended for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general advice only and has not taken into account your personal financial circumstances, needs or objectives. Before acting on general advice, you should consider if it is relevant to your needs and read the relevant product disclosure statement. And if you're unsure, please speak to a financial professional. The hosts of this podcast and their guests may have positions in the companies mentioned. Equitymates Media operates under an Australian Financial Services Licence 540697. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.